Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the film critic for the website Quipster.net. You can find all of my written reviews there, almost 4,000 of them to choose from anytime. Quipster.net is where to go. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Today's review is Patterson. It's a comedy slash drama R-rated because of some language. It runs an hour and 58 minutes. The main star is Adam Driver with a supporting role for Goshifte Farahani and Barry Shabaka Henley and Rizwan Manji. The director is Jim Jarmusch, who also provides a screenplay. If you've seen the advertisements for this film, you know that Adam Driver is starring as Patterson, who coincidentally also shares the name as his hometown in New Jersey. We follow him over the course of a week in his life, his routines, his conversations with his aspiring baker slash singer slash artist girlfriend named Laura, played by Golshifta Farahani. We also hear the conversations that he eavesdrops on with the passengers in the city bus that he drives, as well as the interactions with the inhabitants of a local bar that Patterson goes to when he takes his English bulldog named Marvin out for a walk at night. We also get to follow along as he writes poems every single day in his writing notebook as someone who's been inspired by the writings of a famed Patterson, New Jersey poet named William Carlos Williams. And that's kind of the story. It doesn't really have a huge plot. It's more like a slice of life in this fictional character with the artistic flourishes that you would expect from Jarmusch. In his movie, Patterson, we follow this group of creative types who are struggling to balance their own real-life ruts with this desire to do something more fulfilling and more inspirational with their lives. Patterson himself, as a character, is driven to write poems, mostly about the banal existence that he sees around him, such as the Ohio blue tip matches that they've switched to using in his home. And he does this while navigating his own routine existence through life. However, even the creative process has become a routine checkbox for Patterson, perhaps because he's feeling that itch for self-expression, but he's not really feeling that one's work will ever be fully appreciated by another audience. That's how Patterson feels at this point in time. Adam Driver's performance remains pretty subdued in this film. He inhabits his reserved and taciturn character of Patterson as this man who finds it difficult to express himself beyond, I'm okay, or it's okay, until he puts his pen to paper. And even then, he does struggle to find something substantial to say. Meanwhile, his girlfriend Laura is all about outward expression, but only is shown to have Patterson to share exuberance with, peppering their apartment with her black and white pattern creations, feeding him her baked goods, and then regaling him with simple songs and her guitar. They aren't as interested in what form that their partner is utilizing for artistic expression, and yet they both do encourage each other to fulfill themselves in the way that moves them in their respective moments. She wants to share her zest for creativity with Patterson and the world, even if she isn't as experienced, while Patterson never mentions his poetry to outsiders and doesn't really share it with Laura. He internalizes the entire process as merely just an exercise that he goes through. That Patterson doesn't even choose to own a smartphone kind of shows just how much he wishes to be disconnected from the world around him, especially his insular world that he's created for himself over so many years. Now, as he has all of his career, writer-director Jim Jarmusch has crafted a wholly unique film. It's full of rich and very quirky characters who seemingly inhabit a very moody world that is both low-key in terms of its mundaneness, but also as elevated by scenes and characters who reside into this realm of the bizarre. The slowness and the stillness that is Jarmusch's style are all here on display. He works well to establish this very quiet and somewhat lonely life 
of the artist, all of whom struggle to find meaning amid this existence that they derive very little from. And, of course, there is the very dry sense of humor we've come to know and love from the director with plenty of amusing characterizations and awkward but still always interesting conversations that say so much about each person in a very short amount of time. Now, to say Jarmusch's film is wonderful for all of its little touches seems a given for anyone who has seen at least a handful of them, and there are a plethora of such scenes sprinkled throughout Patterson. Just hearing the tidbits about the history of the town, along with the love for those artists who've made a career for themselves beyond the city, such as Lou Costello himself gets a loving nod within the film. All of these things give the film a defined and homespun flavor that makes every scene something unlike any other scene you may have seen in any other movie, even in Jarmusch's films themselves. And then there are the cameos, because Jarmusch continues to give love to the Wu-Tang Clan, so you get a Method Man appearance here. And Moonrise Kingdom fans, for fans of Wes Anderson, you're going to love seeing the stars of that film, Kara Hayward and Jared Gilman, perform in a scene together as bus riders. Now, fans of Jim Jarmusch, no doubt, are going to relish every frame of Patterson. I think it's going to be considered one of his strongest works, and it should also strike home for viewers who enjoy the acting of Adam Driver. He delivers a very nice, understated performance that is both likable and very fascinating. Now, those of you who are not familiar with the offbeat vibe of Jim Jarmusch, or really independent films in general, you may struggle to find a rooting interest in this film because it's never really obvious about its intent and meaning and doesn't really have a plot. So that's going to make for a very long two hours for viewers who are expecting constant laughs or this very well-defined story with all of the milestones that go along with that on which to cling. Nevertheless, for those viewers who seek to find reflective meaning in observational works, I think that Patterson as a film should provide plenty of fuel necessary for all of us who also struggle to find ways to channel our desire to express as we persevere through the process, even if ultimately we only do it to enrich our individual selves. So really, an art film for the artists themselves. Three and a half stars out of four is what I'm giving Patterson. Three and a half stars on my scale means that I do think that Patterson is a good film and it's worth going out of your way to see if the description that I've just presented sounds at all appealing to you. So being somebody who's watched Jarmusch's films for a long time, I will say that this probably ranks in my top five of his films. So I think that this is a really good effort. And if you have enjoyed his films in the past, certainly this should be right up your alley. Anyway, thanks to everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you did, I do encourage you to go to iTunes and leave a review. Let other people know that this is a show worth checking out. Also, you can find more of my podcasting work at the In Session Film Podcast, where I do reviews exclusively with JD and Brendan there. Go to InSessionFilm.com for more details on that. Until next time, thanks everyone for listening. Hope that you enjoy your time any time you get to go to the movies. 